0: I feel the tension in the air As I'm walking down the stairs I can feel the electric in your stare You only think that I'm cute Cause you think that I could be a star I know who you are singing Your DMs are open as soon as they close in the bar Baby how can we move on from this? Is it clicked this feels so alright? We can't be
1: wrong for this. We just can't be
2: How's everybody doing? My name is Augie with the VIP Playlist. I'm here with my co-host. Adam. And today our guest is. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself, man? What's up? This is Trey from Cherie Amore. Is that how you pronounce it, Cherie? Yeah, you know, like okay. in French the like S-A-H is the, 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 the sh. You know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to mess it up. That's that's awesome. That's dope. Now, were you did y'all take the name from uh I want to see where you're going with this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Uh, Stevie Wonder? Yes, yes, we did. You're one of the
0: few that like got that right on. Let's
2: go. Really nice. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's
0: really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, it's kind of from Stevie Wonder and kind of from, well, me just kind of like borrowing from that because like, um, so, our, our song Loves Not Your Thing is actually like one of the oldest demos we've made. Like, we were going by One Life to Lead at the time. Like, that was our name before this. Yes, yes.
2: We listened and we had, to all like, that. a couple
0: different members as well. So, like, you know, that was kind of a whole shifting thing. But that song, I actually like, you know, I'm singing like, my Shavi, I can't do this in the hook. And like, when we were searching for a new band name, um, I think it was Brendan, just kind of going through old demo files and being like, Hey, you know, that'd be kind of a cool band name that, you know, like you said in this demo. And then I was like, yeah, like let's just roll with it. And then they were like, where'd that come from? I was like, you know, it's a Stevie wonder song. So it's kind of the Stevie wonder song (laughs) just borrowing from the demo sort of thing. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. We listened to, um, so as I was doing research for this episode, I found out that y'all were called one life to lead. So I went ahead and threw all those on there. So we listened to everything from get up all the way <laughs> wow. to letting go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I, I, Dude, I have to say, man, I have to compliment every single one of y'all because the growth that y'all have had from, from get up, the first song y'all released as one life to lead till the most recent letting go is insane. Like just <laughs> as musicianships and lyricists and all that, man, it's, it's, It was really cool listening to that playlist because I think that is probably one of the most growths we've ever seen as a as a band in such a short time too. Uh, That is awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So the first thing we like to do is uh, name your playlist. Is there anything you want to name this thing? Um,
0: I I feel like these are two things that are juxtaposing but fit my energy. I want to call it like rom com mosh pit.
2: Hell yeah. That's so good. (laughs) I like that. All right, man. And one of the first questions we like to ask everybody, is there music that you can remember listening to, maybe being exposed to as a child from uh, parents or guardians or anything like that? Oh yeah. I I just, when I was a
0: kid, I used to steal all my parents' music, CDs, cassette tapes, Um, Mm -hmm. specifically one of the earliest cassette tapes I remember getting obsessed with that I took from my mom was a uh, santana's supernatural album yeah so i was rocking oh, yeah. that a lot and then she also had like a special vi- uh, version of like a like a live video performance dvd that i would watch all the time too so Santana supernatural was big time especially for my mom and like bob marley from her too
1: mm-hmm. and my yeah. dad
0: like i got a lot of my rock music listening from my dad like uh rolling stones he would always have this playlist of rolling stones music he was my football coach too in middle school so he would like that was like his hype music before the game would always be the rolling stones Mm -hmm. (laughs) um who else did that listen to dad really liked parliament funkadelic so i got that from him too very cool yeah that's the kind of stuff i grew up on
2: that's awesome first thing i want to do is i do want to throw my cherry and more on here because i feel like a You know, why not start it off right, you know? <laughs> Let's start this playlist off with, with some Stevie Wonder. And then we'll get a Santana song. I'm trying to think. Actually, my, my favorite
0: Santana album is Abraxas. But I'd probably say Black
2: Magic Woman is a vibe.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And then Bob Marley. Hmm. Let
0: me go with Trenchtown Rock. All right. Actually, you know what? Marley, Scrap Trench Town Rock. We're going with a deep cut. Okay. Crazy. You can do both.
1: You can do both. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can
0: do two. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. You can do however many you want. As many man. Long,
0: man. Oh, there we go. I'm going to do Crazy Baldhead. All right. That was a super. Uh, I don't feel like anyone knows that one. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've heard it. Rolling Stones? Let me Give me Shelter. And there's a deep cut I'm going to throw in here, too. I can't remember the exact title. <laughs> I'm the type of person where I can go into my music library and know, be like, it's the third track on this album. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, most <laughs> people can do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't exactly remember what that joint was.
2: Yeah, that's what makes it hard. Cause with like Spotify and everything, nobody remembers songs, name, song names anymore. But we've managed. So, <laughs> oh, you know what? Instead of that one, I'm going to go Heart of Stone. That was really my one. And
0: then you said uh, Parliament. Actually, I'm more so into funkadelic and parliament. Okay, so let's do two couple uh, funkadelic track, "Hated and Quit It" from Maggot Brain, and right. there's they got so many good ones. I'm gonna go with "Red Hot Mama." Yo, this is the most fun podcast I've been <laughs> on right now. I've never been asked to do this. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it.
2: We enjoy it because yes. like, I think that's the coolest part of this podcast is every like it, during every episode there's that one band that we that we end up getting to that is just like their favorite band of all time and you can hear their voice change and everything. <laughs> it's like the coolest shit to listen to man i love it yeah so let's talk about one life to lead, man that was just straight pop punk man i loved it it was uh so y'all have the visions of grandeur which was your second ep
0: that was i think technically the third that we did okay um bro it's crazy because I, I don't even remember a lot of that era anymore
2: <laughs> really you have uh not coming home and then uh visions of oh, danger yeah, then or, the only
0: way from here is up was our other one
2: yeah right? that one's not on uh, spotify
0: <laughs> yeah that one got removed but that was the tech uh, technically the second one so then visions was like our third and then that was the final final yeah one
2: Project. those were just straight like pop punk like i said it was like uh maybe like some belmont in there and stuff like that like you know definitely like i'm not really sure what, what were y'all like listening to around that time? <laughs> like... Everything, time. literally
0: everything i i think at that time like we we still didn't know exactly like how to try, like streamline the sound that we have now that I feel like yeah. all of our exactly. songs do sound unique and different, but in a way that they make sense together versus like, then I feel like we were just throwing everything at the wall. Like,
2: yeah, you know, I think it's really time. cool because on this playlist that I made, so I started it off with get up like y'all's first release on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then I put the um, not coming home EP. Cause that was your second. And then visions of grandeur was The third thing I put, and then of course, I put bent, and you can hear like closer to the end of Visions of Grandeur, and then bent, you can hear y'all coming into your sound. Mm -hmm. And then Burn is like the next song on this playlist, and that's y'all completely encapsulated it. And it's it's it was a really cool thing to hear.
0: I appreciate that, yeah. I mean, it's definitely been an iterative process, like when we're trying to do something that we feel like we've never heard anybody else do sometimes it leaves us like in no man's land like is this too weird like what, what are we doing with this one yeah and it's kind of like hey like our like our manager is always saying like yo y'all can make your own lane like i've legit haven't
2: heard a, a band that sounds like you so like no not at all here and, right. um, let's get let's get some pop punk influences because i feel like that's very very heavily that very heavily comes out in one life to lead <laughs>
0: definitely and it's funny because i that like I, I was really just trying to like find a band to in. so like i wasn't like huge on pop punk especially like the newer stuff at the time after joining the band like that's when i got deep on like like uh neck deeps album life's not out to get you i think that was yeah yeah like, like we used to bump that all the time and then like newfound glory their old stuff that's some of my favorite pop
2: punk let's do nick deep man that's that's such a good one
0: but um, especially
2: that that life's not out to get you oh man that is album. a great album yes I know.
0: um from that album i'll probably go with kali ma i think that might be my favorite one do uh, i don't <laughs> ah, dang the album's crazy yeah i'm just gonna go with my first my first gut reaction was kali Ma. <laughs> all
2: right <laughs> and then uh some newfound glory nfg whoo the great houdini is my favorite
1: yeah. So, you know, we touched on the pop punk side. Obviously there is some sort of heavier side in y'all's music as well. Can you kind of talk to us about maybe the rabbit hole, sort of what led you down that path of even listening to pop punk, maybe heavier stuff. There's some rap in there too. So just kind of what led you down this rabbit hole of just kind of soaking in everything. And, and what were some of the artists that you were drawn to? Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Um, so, my path into pop punk was actually through, like, liking hardcore first, um, mm. and it's funny because that came from me liking rap first. Yeah. Hey, dude, they so can my, go hand in yeah. hand, man. People don't think so, but... Yeah, man. Like, I was just... There was a time I'm bumping a lot of old school rap, and, like, Beastie Boys are still oh, one yeah. of the favorite groups. So like the Beasties would have like those occasional like random hardcore tracks in on their albums, you know, mm-hmm. be like 20 songs or rap. And then there's like two that are just like, I don't know, 60 second screamers. Yeah. yeah. Then like, you know, I figured out that they were a punk band before and they really like bad brains. So that's when I got into bad brains. And that was like my introduction into punk. And then that's when I started getting more into pop punk. So I feel like I was late to the pop punk wave. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> i mean it's funny because i didn't my introduction was hardcore too but i got into it because i was into like new metal in like 90s grunge i guess so like deftones and system up and down and all that shit yeah and then my parents like broke my cds uh because i was raised like super religious Bro, and- me too. Oh <laughs> yeah, God. I'm yeah. no you're good man yeah yeah so i was raised super religious my parents broke my cds And so like in Rebellion, I was like, I'm going to find the hardest Christian fucking music I can find. And that's when I stumbled across like the Chariot and Under Oath and, uh, you know, Norma Jean, all that shit, Living Sacrifice. And so that's what I would listen to just to kind of piss them off. And then (laughs) (laughs) when I got into like my old years, that's when I kind of, I think it was like Say Anything, Alive With The Glory Of Love on Fuse was like the first fucking thing that I heard. And I was like, wow, that's fucking dope.
0: Yeah, dude, that 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 religious uh, part is very interesting because I remember uh, begging a classmate of mine to to get his older brother to burn me the Carter Three. Oh know? shit. Yeah. yeah. He burned me the Carter Three, and then I, I wrote on the CD like gospel hits or whatever, so my mom wouldn't think. Anything <laughs> it. But then I also thought like if she grabs it, think it's, it's gospel, and then it's like you know Wayne coming on saying some wild shit. Like I don't All know. Right. <laughs> What were, uh, what were some of the hardcore bands you were into? Um, being from Baltimore, you know, Turnstile is like the biggest. Um, yeah. It's funny, I actually got put on to Turnstile, another religious story, through my youth pastor at the time. He used to play in punk bands in like Albany, upstate New York. Wow. And then he, uh, yeah, nice. then he stopped playing in bands and like started doing the youth pastor thing. But he put me on the Turnstile when I was in like, I don't know, like maybe 12th grade or so, 11th, 12th grade. So like that whole kind of associated scene of like Trapped Under Ice, you know, Angel Dust, you know, when they were just kind of basically just a hardcore band. And then like more old school stuff, a lot of like Cro-Mags, Gorilla Biscuits, stuff like that. Damn.
2: Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. So you grew up in Baltimore. Yes, sir. Uh, did y'all have this weird phase? Because I, I want to know if this was everywhere, if this was just an East Texas thing. Did you have a weird phase where, where like there would be hardcore shows at a church? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing
0: is like I, at the time, I wasn't really like deep into the scene where I was going to stuff like I was. Really, oh, OK. Yeah. Like so maybe they did. I definitely feel like that is something that would happen. But um, yeah, at the time I was really focused on playing football. And like I played football in college for two years before even starting to do anything with music. Wow. That's crazy, man. What yeah, position? I was a cornerback. Okay, that's Damn. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I always said I was, yeah, I was just the guy that couldn't, you know, cut it as a receiver. Can't catch. <laughs> that's all right.
2: <laughs> well, let's go Beastie Boys, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, let's go uh, looking down the barrel of a gun and Sabotage. Sabotage was definitely one of the early – early songs i remember being obsessed with and watching the video all the time like seventh eighth grade
2: my brother turned me on to them too and i i think it was uh brass monkey <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and then um five for your right Those okay. was the first two yeah those were the first two i heard bad
0: brains oh this is gonna be tough um soulcraft i'm gonna do that one Dang, I love, I love Bad Brains so much. I might throw three on here, especially because they're short. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. And then uh, House of Suffering. Let me see. Uh, let's get Band in DC, which is like pretty classic. Let's do
2: Super Touch Shit Fit. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if these are on here. Trapped Under Ice is that, that going to be on here? Yeah. Yeah, it should be on there. My favorite joint. Where's that one with the girl biting the cherry?
0: <laughs> no relief that's what that's my that's my jam off that album turnstile oh man see now this is that's really hard All right, yeah. let me get, uh underwater is probably my favorite one right now and then like i'm gonna throw an old school one in there
2: let's go with death grip so um we interviewed um hanzo from from nightlife yeah. That's actually how I found y'all because I was doing research for Nightlife and they had shared one of y'all's videos on their Twitter. And I was like, oh shit, this is fucking... <laughs> 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 but uh, so Turnstile had the a Blood Orange feature yep. on Glow On. And yep. I told uh, Hanzo that Blood Orange is... He used to be in a noise rock band in 2005 and they released... Uh, the band was called Test Icicles, and it's probably <laughs> one of my favorite fucking albums. It's it's got like a mixture of like the Doors and like just just straight up chaos, man. It's it's such a crazy thing to to listen to. It's it, it, they only released the, that one album, but it's fucking it is fucking good. You know, it's funny. I always would see that, like looking up like Dev Hines, wiki and whatnot, and I never went to
0: go check out the band, but yeah. Now I'm- do that yes i'm telling
2: you right now it's so fucking sick like um so th- th- actually crazy how i found that out was so like two years ago when i first did this i interviewed uh, zachary Garen from dgd and one of my favorite albums of theirs is the self-titled the death star album with kurt mm-hmm. love that fucking album and i, I want to know what they were listening to around that time that's what they were fucking listening to no test way I- yeah test icicles that's where they got the um mm. the shit for that album yeah
0: i love dance Gavin dance.
2: yeah yeah that's that's like one of my favorite fucking albums there's that and happiness i used to hate it but it grew on me so fucking much I, bro happiness was one of
0: my favorites from the jump and then uh downtown battle mountain too Oops,
2: yeah sorry. yeah for sure yeah, man. it's for just sure, there's there. so that's like i feel like the happiness and, and self-titled era is where they really got like super fucking groovy with the like crazy asses with the bass and like oh yeah, like, just that it's very dancey. Those two albums.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. The only time I ever got hurt in a mosh pit was at a DGD show. I was like, wow, like I've been to hardcore shows, <laughs> That's awesome. and, like, metal shows, but like I came to DGD and this is where I get elbowed in the face.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, you said Angel Dust.
0: Yeah. So this band is super interesting because they're. Maybe it's a Baltimore thing because they're all over the place with their sound. Like they're kind of like almost, you can even say like indie folk. Now, um, like their last album, Yak, I'll put the song Yak on this playlist as a good example of like kind of what they do now. All right. And they used to be like kind of just a strictly hardcore band before that. So I'm going to put a hardcore one on here too. Let's do let it rot from their album, AD. All right. But yeah, I guess in Baltimore, a lot of us can't figure out what we want to do. Even Turnstile, you know, like they they're blending things like, I mean, time and space before this last album, like even mm-hmm. had people tripping just because they were throwing piano into hardcore songs. Yeah. And they took it even a step further with Glow On, you know, so.
2: Yeah, I think it's crazy because you got Turnstile, there's Pink Shift, there's uh, Y'all and then Nightlife and like the Baltimore scene, man, y'all are. I don't know what y'all are doing over there, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's something in the, in the lobster or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. man. It's
2: crazy, man. Cause y'all are putting out some hella good music over there and it's all different too. Like just blending, just these crazy fucking genres together Mm -hmm. and it sounds, it sounds awesome. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I was actually uh, with the Shrita from Pinkshift not too long ago. When I was last home, we were just like at a at a bar, chilling, catching Nice. Up, so.
2: That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I I remember when they first came on the scene, and that shit was crazy. Twitter was blowing the fuck up when they released oh, yeah. their first song. <laughs> yeah,
0: Baltimore, we're finally on now. You know, maybe there's something to it with the crabs. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> when y'all changed the name to Sharia Moore. How long was it before y'all got signed to Equal Vision? So that actually kind of all happened at the same time. And it's funny because a lot of people
0: thought like us rebranding was like part of the label, like putting us up to do it. Yeah. right. But I was like, you know, we had, I had already been wanting to change our name probably for like a year prior, just because we had two other guys in the band before when we were one life to lead that ended up, you know, not continuing with us. And then that kind of like, changed our songwriting, like, and what we were coming out with, you know? Yeah. So it Mm -hmm. felt like a different band in a certain way. And uh, basically, we were just kind of kept with one life to lead because at that point, we had gotten, like, a decent enough following in Baltimore. So we're like, yeah, I feel like we'd step on our own toes to change our name at this point. But we put something out. I don't remember exactly which song it was. I think it was... uh, a. That one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we randomly put that out, an equal vision like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like we started talking to them probably like the fall of or winter, maybe 2020 into 2021 early. And then like ended up fully signing like April 2021. Wow. So
2: like, that's crazy, man. I just want to. So my first thought wasn't the label put y'all up to it. Normally labels don't like that because you already have a following as one life to lead, right? So if you change your name, nobody's gonna know who the fuck you are. And labels like <laughs> they they tend to shy away from shit like that. So that's that's badass that they let y'all do that. Yeah,
0: they they definitely took a risk on us. I mean, like when they signed us, it was the pandemic, so they hadn't even like you know seen us play a show. Wow. So, like, yeah. All all they had was to you know what we made. And then like, you know, some live video we sent them from us performing before and they were like, you know, we're, we're going to roll with it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I guess it's worked out.
2: And <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And that's really cool. Like I said, like, like normally it's, I they, they don't like that shit. I've heard of like them signing, signing bands and then there will be like a significant member change, like lead mm-hmm. singer drops out or something like that. And they fucking worry, they sweat. Cause it's like, shit, we just signed a contract with this band. Right. Yeah. You know, they owe us like four albums and now what the fuck are we supposed to do? So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, that's a tough jam to be in for
2: sure. Yeah.
1: So you mentioned you played football. I, I know you had a high, like a hype, like a playlist, man. What were some of the songs on there <laughs> that, that that put you in the zone? You know, you didn't want to go out there and get, get toasted.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that is so funny. Um, Man, a lot of the songs I think I was listening to at the time we probably won't be able to find because I was so deep in high school, like on, uh, like uh, just mixtapes, you know. Okay. Like all those like unofficial like rappers going over other rappers' beats type things. Uh let me think of something. I used to listen to a lot of Rick Ross, which is I'm, I'm ashamed oh, to say. Oh,
2: dude. Hey.
0: <laughs> Ross is boss, baby. Things, but at the time, let me find a good one. if it's somehow on streamers i might be able to dude rick ross dude he makes you feel like
1: like a boss dude yeah listen to him you you know you rap along you're like you know what i'm fucking rick ross
0: (laughs) that's me actually you know what you can put um seeing red by minor threat on there that one's one that i definitely used to bump okay games Yeah, the Raw songs I used to listen to were mixtapes. They're not on streamers. Oh, shit. And then I used to listen to a lot of Juicy J, but those were also mixtapes. (laughs) Oh, Juicy J. (laughs) Damn, I haven't heard that name in a long time. (laughs) Let me get Love Sosa by Chief Keef. All right. Yeah, that was definitely one. Shoot, Finito by Chief Keef. That's probably a good mix of three right there. From your youth to now, like, what's a song, man,
1: that really just brings out an emotion it can be any emotion it can be happy sad angry whatever what like what's the song that just makes you feel some type of way
2: hmm
0: i would say um it's ray charles it's uh i think it's called the night time is the right time night yeah. and day that one and it's like i don't even know that the, like i said i'm bad with titles
2: Nighttime I mean, is the right
0: time is that yeah, what yeah, it is? Yeah. right yeah is that, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like been one of my favorite songs over the course of many years. I remember my parents going on a a date night to go see that, uh, you know, the Ray Charles movie with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like remember seeing all the trailers because it was about music. I was so intrigued, but you know, I was probably like too young to watch that sort of content at the time. Sure. But that, like my mom ended up buying the DVD for that. And that's what made me start listening to his music. Dude,
1: Jamie Foxx is
0: uber talented um mm, and
1: yes, then ray yeah. charles obviously dude like we we don't even have to say like say less i mean yeah um, that's that's what's up man That that's 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 a dope one for sure
2: yeah jamie fox is from our neck of the woods he's like from like 30 45 minutes away from from where we live where we live
0: is oh, he? i never knew
2: that yeah, yeah, yeah he's from like a really small town in texas nice yeah there's actually a billboard when you're passing through it like it's pretty much like the only thing in this fucking town and it's it says <laughs> the home of jamie fox <laughs> hey man it, you
1: know it makes sense bro you know
2: just, <laughs> just putting out stars you know yeah it was crazy because i heard some stories about him too about how like drake and ed sheeran and all those those people before they were signed they would sleep on jamie fox's couch and he wow. would uh he would like bring them over and like they would do concerts in his living room and shit like that. Wow. Yeah. That's... Yeah. He was the one yeah. who put on like Ed Sheeran and fucking uh, yeah. Drake. He was the yeah, one dude. who, uh, if you look it up, I think there's a video on YouTube uh, of like Drake. This is before he got signed. He's leaning over the balcony over at Jamie Foxx's house, singing uh, one of his songs, cappella that they were about to release.
1: Dude. He just has an, an eye <laughs> for talent, man. You know? Yeah. He man, knows it's what's crazy up. shit, dude. Yeah,
2: man, he's just all around talented dude. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, you mentioned something about like, uh, like, like uh, old school rap, man. Let's get some of that on there.
1: Oh
0: yeah, we didn't hey. even touch that. Let's yeah, that yeah. One. All right, a tribe called Quest is my. Oh God. Hey, let's go. Yes. Ooh, picking a tribe song is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, I think Midnight Marauders is a perfect album, so I'm gonna pick something from that one. I'm gonna go with a semi deep cut. Let's go, Steve Biko. Stir it up. My dad actually used to li- listen to uh, Public Enemy a lot, so that was a lot. Uh, something else that I used to b- forgot to mention. Oh
2: man, yeah, Public Enemy is cool too.
0: Yep. We have a, a a song that's on our upcoming album where I say, "Welcome to the
2: Terror Dome." This just like a, ly- a lyric, and I'm wondering how <laughs> people know that's nice. a Public Enemy song. And you want to throw that one on there since it's a yeah, it's we might as on well. <laughs> Uh, Before we get into y'all's new music, man, let's talk about your singing. When did you become interested in that? You know, it's funny. I always felt like I knew
0: I could sing, but I was embarrassed for so long to even do anything with it. Like, I would sing just when I knew nobody could hear me for a Mm -hmm. long, long time. And then um, my junior year of high school, I decided, you know what? I'm going to do the talent show. (laughs) (laughs) So I sang... Five Steps by Drew Hill, it's like the, you know, 90s R&B group from Baltimore. It went pretty well. <laughs> like people like that. And then I ended up actually doing the musical later that year. And then I did the talent show again my senior year along with the musical again. So like that was like my first time really doing anything as far as singing. But like musically, I had been playing the trumpet since like fifth, sixth grade. So that was like my first really thing in music. But the singing thing, yeah, I kept that under wraps for a long time.
2: Dang, man, that's crazy. Do you play any other instruments?
0: I used to play piano, but I, I can kind of mess around with it. But I wouldn't say that I actually know what I'm doing anymore. But um, yeah, trumpet. But it's so, funny because so- I actually played on uh, Love's Not Your Thing, like that horn build up before the yeah. chorus, like me playing. And then there's another song that you'll hear on the album when it comes out where I'm playing the trumpet
2: that's really cool
1: yeah who, who got you into singing man like who'd you see and you were just like
0: let me try that um nobody really I feel like I just enjoyed listening to the radio and would just sing along and be like mm-hmm. you know what you know like, I actually think this is like I, I sound decent like <laughs> but I was just like that's what's I mean. up it was so long man I don't know what it was well actually I ain't gonna lie my true inspiration to sing publicly for the first time was me trying to get my first girlfriend when I was in 11th grade. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> things to do it for love. Right. Yeah, I sang some Jodeci song and like, Oh my gosh. Hey. Jodeci.
2: What's up? Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Don't
2: run now. Oh yeah, yeah. my goodness! All right, hold up. It was—I'm pretty sure. If you say freaking you, I'm gonna lose it.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It was—it was stay. It was stay. Okay. okay.
1: okay, okay. <laughs> Girls will make you do stuff, bro. Yeah. <laughs> For real. He said, "Let me get
2: out here and
0: sing." Uh,
2: get this
0: one. Yep. She was uh chilling after school, after her sports practice. I was after football practice, and I was like, you know what? Now's the time. Now's the time. Okay. Well, how'd it go? Like, hey, it went well, man. We started that, dating after
2: that.
1: That's what's up. That's happy ending. That's what I like to hear.
2: You'd be surprised to know how many times that doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh it doesn't usually, but <laughs> in no yeah, case, it did. There's
2: a lot of failed attempts at that. I mean, look at Hey There, Delilah. <laughs> oh, yikes. It's uh, funny,
0: though, because Drake's Take Care album, I always associate with that relationship because I wanted it so bad like when it first came out for Christmas and stuff, you know, people were still buying CDs at the time and I didn't have like have a job yet. So like, I was just always like, man, I really want that. And then like, I guess she came across some money and she bought that CD for me and then uh, (laughs) proceeded to also break up with me like two days later. So I'm listening to mad Drake, like in my feelings, you
2: know, Oh man,
0: (laughs) that's easy to do. You listen to Drake in your feelings. Yeah to this day my friends will be like man she gave you take care like and she really gave you the message like take care like, like, oh yeah yeah she... <laughs> yep. i was like yeah she did that
2: was yeah, the I first hit bottom. man right there <laughs> <laughs> man i want to get into like y'all's new album is uh spiritual ascension it's I'm out, out in november, november 4th yeah oh yeah a month from from the date of this i listened to I didn't get to finish the whole interview, uh, but I listened to the interview I did with Good Noise. And uh, you mentioned, yeah, yeah, man, you mentioned that uh, you were studying different religions and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I'm still kind of in that phase where like, I just, uh, I was raised, you know, in like a, a Christian home and mm-hmm. you know, have that base. And then like, I just kind of, as I got older, especially in uh, college and like graduate school started to just kind of branch out to see what other religions were about like I met a lot of kids um that were from India when I was at University of Maryland so I started going to like you know those bhakti yoga clubs and I'm like studying Hinduism for a while which got me into like Buddhism and then you know like Confucius and all these other different things and like you know Taoism so I was like studying I've read a lot of like I guess you know the basic religious texts of like mostly eastern religions but even last summer, like while we were writing the album, I started getting more into like, um, ifa, which is like, you know, the traditional, like, uh, Nigerian religion. So I started reading into that and it just kind of, uh, you know, trying to figure out who I am and what I believe and all these different things and reading these yeah. books. So the songs were
2: kind of like, you know, exploring those themes in, in, a, in some tracks. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. I, it's weird because, you know, I, I grew up super religious as well, and I just, it's like, it probably took me, I'm 32, it probably took me until I was about 30, 25 to, like, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, I just, I don't necessarily care for it. My whole family's still, religious. my brother and my mom, they all still go to church and everything, and I just, I don't care for it, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of the odd man out
0: in my family as well, like... <laughs> my younger sister is actually like a a missionary. Like she, she
2: lives overseas. Like, Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I, there's a, I mean, I don't want to narrow it down to just one group or anything like that. Cause I mean, I'm sure there are great people. My family's great people, you know, and they are religious. They choose to be, and that's fine. I just, I mean, I grew up and I realized after being exposed to the world, Uh, working a bunch of different jobs and and meeting a lot of different people. I realized that you just, you treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's, that's it. It doesn't matter their background. It doesn't matter the history. It doesn't matter shit. You know, nothing matters. Just treat them with respect and how you want to be treated. So that's what I've been trying to do. That's exactly it. Man. I could go deep on that, but I, I already feel this is not the time or place. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. I mean, you know, we've, we've gone off on tangents before, but, yeah, for you, sure. you know, yeah, I just, I don't know, just treat people kindly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, in the, the movies, you know, the bad guys always lose, but I feel like in real life, you got more evil than you do good. So I strive to to do as good as I can.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Got to yeah. put a good energy out there. That's what yeah. I really hope to do with music. Like to me, music is just kind of a vehicle that I hope to use to just like spread good vibes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, your fucking y- y'all's music gets me like just it's fun, man. God, yeah, it's 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 crazy because you wouldn't expect like the, the genres y'all blend together to work that well together, and <laughs> they do. I actually went off on a tangent the other night with my wife, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, in the '90s we had new metal, Limp Bizkit, and corn and they they infused hip-hop and rap you know i think ice cube was even featured on a fucking corn song you know so it's like it's like it's really cool thing that happened and then it like died out like mid 2000s yeah and i feel like it's coming back but in a different way because there there are so many bands infusing different genres you know funk and hip-hop and and rock and, and infusing it and they're doing it fucking well So this isn't no, like, rolling Limp Biscuit shit. This is, like, (laughs) (laughs) really good shit, you know? No, I don't know if you've seen us, like, classified as new punk, but
0: it's like, a genre that we try to label ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From, like, the new metal influence in what, you know, we try to do, because Limp Biscuit's one of our favorite bands, like, collectively. And, like, we also listen to uh, a lot of P.O.D. Fucking P.O.D. I
2: actually just jammed Satellite the other day, because they just posted, (laughs) like, uh, it was their 20th anniversary or whatever. I yeah. fucking jammed that whole album and holy shit, it still holds up, man. <laughs> it's funny you
0: mention that because that's definitely, uh, you know, the new new metal sound is definitely part of our influence too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love it so much that it's coming back and in a good way because you have bands like, uh, like Nightlife and Magnolia Park, you have Cheem and y'all are all doing it and it sounds completely different from each other. It's not this yep. copy-pasted sound. It is completely fucking different and... y'all are adding your own styles and doing it your own way. And it's the fucking coolest thing ever.
0: Thanks, man. I I think that's where I was struggling with pop punk for a minute. And I felt the same way with like trap, like rap. I was like, man, it's just not like a whole lot of variation in the sound for me. So I think that music, I'm just trying to
2: like stimulate my brain. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You know, there's, I love hip hop as well. And like, yeah, I love like the older shit too, like Tupac and Piggy and all that shit. But I will say that, I feel like without X and Juice, I, I don't know if we would have had this, like this, this crazy resurgence, man, because they, they Definitely. really did something for the fucking scene. Definitely. Yeah, you know?
0: especially like, oh, man. Yeah, those two guys. I remember like listening to them being like, these are pop punk songs just over different instrumentation.
2: Yeah, the like, fucking X has Mark Hoppus featured on one of his songs, you know, like you yeah. can't tell me. It's not pop punk, dude. Like, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, I like Trippy Red too. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Cool. Trippy Red grew on me. I, I wasn't a fan too. for when the first time I heard Trippy, but he definitely grew on me.
0: Yeah, he's so like. Trippy is, to me, like the musical equivalent of like Reggie Jackson in baseball it was like, yeah, he struck out the most, but he also hit like 500 plus home runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and Trippy, like, what was that, bro? That was just three swinging strikes. And then he just comes up and like hits a yep.
2: slam on the next song. Yeah, yeah. He knocks it out of the park for sure. But I actually got into to like X and Juice really late because I, you know, I kept hearing that argument like over and over again about, you know, how they like single-handedly just brought something different to hip-hop and to rock and i was like you know what i gotta check it out first fucking song in x's discography he samples slipknot and i was like all right all right let's fucking go man yeah like this is what we're here for (laughs) right (laughs) but yeah man um sorry let's get back to spiritual ascension so orlando that's a standalone release right uh, yeah, I think we
0: dropped that as like our second single. And then it was, you know, on the EP for, um, uh, geez, why am I blanking on all our old stuff? All I can think <laughs> is That EP we came out with last fall.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, internal discussions. <laughs> yeah, man. I will say that, that song right there, your lyrics, they got so fucking good. The, the one that gets stuck in my head constantly is, uh, your infidelity is better than your apathy like holy shit man <laughs> i literally like i'm like i'll just be sitting there and that song just popping in my head man i'm like god man that's such a good fucking lyric
0: <laughs> i appreciate you and i'm sorry if you hear like 808s kicking my neighbor next door is having a whole club or whatever right now but hell
2: yeah <laughs>
0: fair enough let's go that that lyric really, that's real, bro. Like, I am I was, like, ashamed to feel this way for the longest. Like, yo, this girl, I why do I even care about how short he's doing me right now? Like, I, I shouldn't even care about her anymore after all of this. But, like, you know, I was like, whatever. I'm going to just put it out there. And I'm going to make a song that's just like, yeah, I'm a chump. <laughs> hey, man,
1: That's, nah, that's man, real, dude. Nah, I think, bro. Yeah. Like, sometimes stuff, it
2: hurts, bro. And that's all right. Hey, we're all human, man. That's right. <laughs> it's a very real raw lyric. And it mm-hmm. I think that's why I fucking dig it so much.
0: I hope no one is in that place to write something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, if hey, you listen but... to this, value yourself. You don't have <laughs> to do that. That's right. Yes.
1: A lot of the stuff we like, or a lot of the, you know, the hits, man, they they come from somewhere. They come from pain or sorrow or you know
2: yeah I think that's what really draws me to to music is the lyricism, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to hear something real I don't want to hear. you know, like I'm not a big fan of like radio hits because it's all just like really catchy, mind numbing shit. like you find the the good shit on the albums, you know,
0: yeah, for sure, and that's yeah. what's kind of like, I don't know, it's a little more difficult now, you know with the, how streaming works and everything. I think we're moving a little bit away from like albums being as important overall, but to me. I still love the album.
2: I do too, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I love the album, but uh, we've done, you know, obviously a few of these and a lot of groups or artists are moving to like singles or just like EPs, just little quick, short, you know, doses of of music instead of the full length. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's just like, I don't know, easier. And like a lot of them are just really short. I'm assuming like attention span. And like, also, I'm sure spotify like plays isn't helping so you put out a five-minute song right and somebody has to listen to that five-minute song over and over again whereas you put out like a two-minute song and it's yeah, easier yeah. for somebody to digest that multiple times
0: yep yep it's crazy we've been at like music festivals slash like conferences i guess where like industry people will talk about that sort of thing and they're like you know they'll let bands like submit a song and they'll you know have like experts listen to it and they're like you know all right, so what's the, like the hook in this? Like, you want to hear the hook, some kind of motif for the hook come up within the first like fifteen seconds. If it doesn't, it's not going to work. Type, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. Wow,
2: I, don't know, I wish that
0: we could uh, go back sometimes. But
2: yeah, I get it. You know, I, I get like when you're looking at music as a as a business, which is a really shitty way to look at it. I don't know. That is that is what it is, you know. That's it's They're capitalizing on art, so. Yeah. <laughs> Shitty, but.
0: Player hate the game. That's right, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'll say what's crazy is, like, since we started touring and, like, you know, getting in, out there more and meeting different people, like, I know people now that are, like, relatively big acts that will, like, show me demos that I'm like, yo, this is crazy, this is sick, and they'd be like, yeah, but my label is literally telling me this is not the sound that we are expecting from you or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh, artists man. of this caliber, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? We're That's like, crazy. probably all minimum have like 400, 500,000 monthly listeners, like minimum. And you're telling me like the label is still trying to tell you how to make your music. Like it's, it's pretty shocking to see sometimes.
2: Yeah. Not to like, I mean, I know Ed Sheeran's shit on a lot, but I actually uh, listened to an interview with Ed Sheeran one time and uh, that Shape of You single he did. And then he had another single drop like a week later. He said the ad, the, the label literally he wasn't even going to add that shape of you to the album, but the label was like, "No, this is going to be a hit. You got to add it to the album." So he added it to the album, and they then they made him drop it as a single. And he was like, "Okay, well, I'll drop it as a single, but I'm going to drop this one too." And of course, shape of you did much better, but he still got to drop his own fucking single. So. Yeah,
0: there can be a middle ground. I feel. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was gonna ask. So, if you could sum up spiritual ascension in three bands Ooh, who would they be there are artists not bands just artists in general from whatever genre
0: gotcha oh that's difficult um it's so hard to say because I feel like every time I make something I try not to sound like anybody but somebody's getting influenced there I, like I said yeah band, dance is definitely my favorite band so all right there's that there's some elements of that in our sound and then like i'm trying to like really think about this there is like a a hardcore-ish kind of song on there but it's a little bit hardcore weird so i'll call i'll say turnstiles and influence on there as well Mm -hmm. all right and then i don't know it's (laughs) ever so so slight but like boys to men
2: oh (laughs) there we go there we go oh dude yes so we talked about your your song letting go on our last episode yeah. and i was like bro they do like this this badass like boy band harmony at the end of that motherfucker yeah. and it is the coolest <laughs> fucking thing <laughs> yeah
0: that's that's what I, that's what i was exactly what i was about to refer to it's I'm like literally even though it's like the only part of that album that sounds that way i just had so much fun recording that section and everything and like Come into the studio that day. I was like, "All right,
2: like I think we should do some voice dementia." Like, yeah, <laughs> that shit. That was so because I mean, it's it's even got like a breakdown kind of in there, you know. It's and then it just goes straight into like this amazing harmony.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that song is probably like the one that best encapsulates what new punk is.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's go with DGD, man. Give me, give me a song.
0: Oof. All right. Ah, um, oh, that's so tough. Let me go with Blue Dream. Blue there Dream. you go. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Think. I think I'm gonna. I feel comfortable with that. I that's like good. a lot of this stuff, but I'm gonna do that one.
2: And then boys to men. Let's go.
0: I'll do. Um. I'll make love to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sang that to a girl before it too. <laughs> okay, I see a recurring theme here. <laughs> yeah uh, yo the 90s r&b was it i mean i know that, best, man, i'm alive like i'm sure i'm sure jodeci or one of these groups was involved in man. You know, my production that's
2: all she used to listen to when i was like five was like Jodeci, tony 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 Keith Sweat, like all that shit, man.
0: Some Brian McKnight in there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Some. (laughs) Yeah. That's all she used to listen to, man. Until I was five, that's all we listened to. Usher too. Usher was big.
0: Yeah. Feel that. Yeah.
1: If you were to give us a hot take, a musical hot take, something about the scene, something about music, what would that be?
0: Oh, hot take. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all really put me
1: on <laughs> I, I've asked this a few times. And, and, yeah. and I mean, you know, it's gone over well so far. Don't worry.
2: Johnny Faffa from Lost Trees said that uh, bring me the horizon, changing their sound was probably the best thing they could have done. And then Hansel, what did Hansel say? Uh-huh. Oh, I know what he said. I know what he said. He's, he was talking, his, his was more about like uh, Johnny Craig and things of that nature. And he yeah, basically said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, with the way, John, without Johnny Craig, there wouldn't be uh, a lot
1: of what's going on. A, a lot on of
2: what's there. going on in the scene. But with that, yeah. he also said that we have to look at how he acts and and basically learn from that and and he, basically he, change the scene for the better. He
1: basically said, like Rise Records, like rode that dude despite all yeah. the dumb shit he was doing. Like they would just yeah. put him in another band or like solo. and just ride him like and just crank music out because people are just eating it up
2: yeah but we also he said with that you know we also need to analyze the scene and and not make the mistake same mistakes that he was making so yeah
0: dude he was it for a minute oh yeah. yeah i mean i even say it now when i when it comes to dgd i always say i liked i think the band best when johnny was with them so i
2: agree yeah yeah. It's not
0: popular to say that anymore. It's Adam. not. No.
2: But uh, I mean, yeah. I told so I, on our last episode again. I told Adam. I said it's it's really refreshing to see more, more and more like R and B type singers uh, come yeah. into the scene. More soul, yeah. Instead of just fucking Tyler and Johnny, you know, we're getting so much more from that, and and it's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, my hot take, I guess, is. People come, like I, like I said earlier, people are often surprised when I'm like, I'm not that deep into pop punk. My hot take is I find most pop punk boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I, I feel
1: sure. that, dude. I feel that for sure.
2: Yeah, it's it's all, yeah. <laughs> you
1: might have broke Augie's heart on that one, but I feel it. Nah, you.
2: you know what? Not really. I, I understand it because I've been listening to like more post-hardcore and and hip-hop here lately anyway so
1: right
2: on yeah this is a fun one here that i, that I thought i'd write okay. so if if you could headline a tour Ooh. you get two artists and then give me a local band opener as well
0: okay
1: nice i like this one Fancy. yeah <laughs>
2: And that can be artists of any genre, alive or dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah, dude, dream lineup. Yes, dream lineup.
0: Oh, man. Does it kind of have to make sense? Like, No, no, absolutely, no not. not at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're the headliner.
0: You you pick your yeah. sport. Okay. Yeah, I would say I really like Lenny Kravitz, and I think he seems like a cool guy to know. Okay, okay. Way. I probably would want to tour with um, Kid Cudi because he was another person that I really liked, like, throughout okay. middle school up to now as far as like just relating to him personally i think i'm thinking of this a lot of ways in music and is who i would like to spend like months hey
2: with. that's fine man and then you said one local yeah one local
0: i would say again in may i don't know if you've heard them or seen them on twitter but they're from maryland as well my boy okay. things in that band and he's incredible so again in may is up next
2: all right awesome okay well let's go lenny kravitz man first Lenny Kravitz or yeah get a Lenny Kravitz song on here
0: let me do uh Lady
2: and then Kid Cudi
0: Cuddy. this is uh I'm gonna do one of his newer ones actually uh do what I want
2: again in May
0: they just dropped the EP not too long I mean uh yeah they came out on Friday so I'm not too familiar with these songs yet I guess I'll go with Anxious that's their newest one
2: okay
1: you also have a big tour right like a whole north american tour in november right around the time of the album release right oh
0: yeah
2: oh shit (laughs) y'all are touring with in her own words right oh i love that band oh my god dude (laughs) my (laughs) i showed my wife that band and she literally that was like her top song for the last two years Uh, one of their songs is their top song for the last two years
0: I don't know what it is because, like I just said about pop punk, and then I say like I love in her own words, and I really do. They're like one of my favorite bands right now. There is
2: just something about—I don't know if it's his voice or what. Joey,
0: man, I know. (laughs) Joey's super nice, and he's really cool. We got to kick it with him a couple of times when
2: we went to uh, Nashville on previous tours. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. Is this
1: your like first big like North American tour? Um,
0: it's our second. We second, did a okay. full U.S. tour with um, Broadside in July and August. Okay, right
1: on. I see it either it's either like the first or pretty early on the the Dallas. You guys come to Dallas, so I live in Dallas, so I, I
0: I may have to stop by. Yeah, dude, come through. Last time we played Dallas, I had a great time. I really liked Dallas. It was good energy. Nice, dude. That's what's up. What's your
1: favorite and least favorite part of touring, especially those 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 big chunky ones like the
0: drives <laughs> the drive, drive. drive. you like well I mean sometimes it's fun like when you're with the boys it's like it can definitely be fun but like man when you're in LA and you gotta be in Salt Lake City like oh my god and you're just like ah like here we go like uh, it's just like we got hit the road like immediately after the set basically <laughs> wow. yeah that's nuts so that's probably my least favorite part of it and like you know um, having to survive on fast food like man yeah you feel I got, like uh, I got so i'm sure what a burger bro oh my goodness it was terrible but <laughs> actually that's what i'll say it's worse worse than the drives is just like eating weird stuff yeah <laughs> yeah
2: we we try to avoid water burger whatever it, it it's it used to be okay but i don't know
0: it's just like you know, like hey, what's open? And you're like, damn. <laughs> That's it, dude. Yeah. There's
1: only like so many places they open late, like Taco Bell, Whataburger,
2: Danny's, even... Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, but
0: they got They got to eat on the
2: road, dude. Like, oh they yeah, yeah. They, keep like, scooting they, can't, her. they
0: can't sit down, you know. Uh, when we sit down for Waffle House, we literally are telling them like this. This is great. Like, thank you. We have like tears in our eyes. Like, yeah, yeah. Incredible.
1: Compliments <laughs> to the chef, like right? chef's kiss. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: bro, Adam. <laughs> put the napkin me, in your shirt it was uh what well, wasn't it like after the chariot show we went to he took me to this one diner in dallas and they, it was like nobody it was right around the time like everybody was like like you couldn't smoke anywhere in any oh anymore. jays yeah in that fucking place the cooks were like back there smoking oh around, yeah like, dude
1: the cooks were like ash and all over everything hey it was good though
2: That yeah, shit was good as fuck I don't care what you <laughs> say
1: dude yeah this was yeah. like an old like dude from like the 70s or 80s like like the the waitress had that it Was like hey honey let you want yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of
0: stuff dude i know it's gonna hit the spot it's gonna be exact it's not gonna be like the best food in the world but it's exactly what i need in this very moment Man, yes house is
1: dope all right i don't care what yeah. <laughs> anyone says yo
0: augie <laughs> yes you mentioned the chariot a couple of times do you listen to fever 333
2: at all I do, yes, I love yeah, that's,
0: them. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah it
2: sucks up. that uh, I, man, I don't. I, Stevis and and Eric left yesterday.
0: Yesterday, that happened yesterday.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why wow, yesterday? Today, sick of me, bro. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about it? No, man. Like I said,
0: I'm real busy right now. Packing. Oh up shit, dude. Yeah. Part,
2: I don't know a lot. I don't know what it. So they actually made a statement saying that. uh... Here, let me read the full statement because I don't want to start any like drama or rumors or <laughs> shit. But it's basically saying that they had issues in the band, like internal issues. Uh, Eric and Stevens did. So yeah, like with Jason, I th- I'm assuming yeah they didn't go really into detail about it. So yeah, yeah that sucks too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. What's up with all the bands i really like going through it lately? Like, I really love uh, Issues. And, you know, they had their situation.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. And
0: then, you know, Dance Gavin Dance. Like, their newer newer situation.
1: Hey, man, don't act like this is new, all right? I have a whole library of music <laughs> where at, like, and I'll show it to someone be like, man, these guys are fucking sick. Like, I'm about to go, I'm about to go find all their shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, they just put out one album and then they broke up. Like, yeah, that's just how it is, dude. It's, it's It sucks. Like, all my favorite bands are like poking up. Yeah. I'm listening to shit from when I was like 15.
2: Apparently, uh, Jason's going to continue with it, though. So, if the fever 3 is not going away. Uh, he's going to continue, but Stevis and Eric are, they left. So, wow. Yeah. Man. And they did, they specifically said that there's been internal disputes. So, yeah yeah dude. but Steve is from from the chariot I fucking so- what an amazing musician and and Eric too, the drumming, but man dude,
0: yeah, yeah, I think I've seen them three times live yeah.
1: okay,
2: that's awesome yeah, we went to the the farewell chariot show and we did we almost died, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> we
2: did yeah. I ended up like dry heaving in the parking lot because it was yeah. just fucking. Because he's out of shape. Madness. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. We
0: played, <laughs> you know, we played <laughs> in Connecticut, dude, and it was like a split venue. And like we're playing with um, Point North on one side of the venue, and then like the other part of the venue, it was uh, an Attila show. And I remember after our set, I go outside just like get some air and just just do it outside from the Attila show and bro like it looked like he was like impaled dog oh like, shit <laughs> yeah i was like dude these these <laughs> some of this is a little bit too crazy for me like you know i love heavy music and i couldn't see myself like being in that show anymore really like i don't know it's crazy
2: yeah yeah for sure that's that's insane i think we're getting close to kind of wrapping this up um we've got is there any like friends bands that you want to shout out like yeah you know, the homies the homies
0: the homies, um, not necessarily a, a band, but Cul-de-sac Collective is like a group of uh, rappers and producers that I'm friends with from Baltimore. Well, they just relocated to Atlanta trying to like, you know, make their stuff really pop off. Yeah. Uh, Cul-de-sac Collective like is uh, my friend uh, Josiah makes beats. He goes by the name No Name Chomsky and like the S is like a dollar sign on Chomsky.
2: Is there a song over there you want to throw in here? From my boy chomsky see
0: me low is probably his biggest one i think people really would dig that one
2: and then uh do you use spotify
0: i actually don't i'm actually don't? an apple music guy okay,
2: okay. that works Podcast that works. over i'm just kidding yeah. no no uh i don't know if you can see what what is the last thing last song you listened to don't lie oh, yeah. let me
0: see my recent yeah. <laughs> looks like i was bumping some bad Bunny or something Hold on. <laughs>
1: okay you all I mean, right I still let's get it
0: most of what i see on here is podcasts hold up <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what i just i was bumping a playlist apparently i made it is uh got a bunch of stuff on here so i just pick one song i guess yeah how about overjoyed by stevie wonder
2: and then adam you want to finish the rest
1: yeah we always like to give the artists some time to self-promote. So give us your social media handles, like for your band, tell us, you know, what you got going on. I know we talked about the tour and the album coming up in November, but anything else that, you know, fans, potential fans, you know, should know, this is, uh, this is your time.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, like follow us on, you know, Instagram and Twitter, Sharia Moore Band, my personal... You know, stuff is Trey Cherie and underscore or Trey underscore Cherie on Twitter. But yeah, like uh, like I mentioned, we got the the tour coming up in November with In Her Own Words and Capstan and the homies, Shallow Pools. We all like, you know, have the same management, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else we're promoting. Some new merch is coming out. Um, I'm trying to start painting. I'm going to start selling more paintings of mine. So That'll
1: be cool. Where can people find that?
0: Uh, really, if they follow me on Twitter, um, I think a Trey underscore Sherry on Twitter. Okay, and that's where I like I'll post up some of my paintings. I'll but have like, to check that out. Started doing really this year, so I'm not very good, but I love doing it, so that's going to continue. <laughs> awesome! That's <laughs> nice.
1: awesome. Um, and also we want to open the playlist and close the playlist with the uh, Sharia more songs so give us an opener and a closer
0: yeah i would say letting go can go on there and then you know a song that i i really like that i feel like doesn't get a lot of love off of our uh, internal discussions ep is too nice to say i was about to call it the old demo name because (laughs) (laughs) but yeah too nice to say is one that i'm like yo that's one of my favorite ones we ever done i feel like it doesn't get a lot of love
2: well, I appreciate you giving us some of your time, man. I know you're busy with moving and everything like that.
0: Oh, yeah, man. No problem. This was mad fun. Like I said, I really enjoyed this.
2: Well, thank you, man. Nice, like, we, we appreciate we, it. Yeah, we, we put a lot of work into it, man. And just whenever you want to come back on or if, if you know you want to get the band to come on, it's fine with us, man. We we enjoy doing this, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's tight. I'm definitely going to check out the other episodes. I'm so curious to hear, like, everyone else's, uh, their playlists. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's
1: the, that's the, That's the goal. Like, we were like, you know if you like an artist you want to know what they listen to or what they think about you know their hot takes or or whatever yeah yeah um
2: when i started doing this is like i noticed well before i started doing this is that you know if you listen to all of the bands in your genre like and that's like strictly only what you listen to your music's gonna suck because it's just gonna sound the same you know yeah but everybody listens to something like, "Damn, dude, that's really cool." I wish you know, let's find a way to add that into a song, and then that's how you get all these genres and subgenres and new punk and and all that shit. You know, is you take it from not just one source, from every source, and that's always been really interesting to me personally. So,
0: yeah, and that's kind of how our writing process goes. Like as a band, there's not like a main songwriter in our band. We all just kind of collaborate, sit sit down together, and that's what makes it all
2: weird <laughs> yeah yeah man i mean, just all the collective minds man putting their own spin on shit and that's really cool to me mm-hmm. but yeah man, man i
0: appreciate y'all having me on and like i said i had a lot of fun with it yeah appreciate thank you,
2: man. you man good luck moving mm-hmm. and yeah, enjoy yeah, your uh, house building. party
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah let me have one last party in vegas real quick i guess yeah right on dude <laughs> appreciate you have me. a nice night man yes, all sorry. right i'll too okay. yep. bye <laughs>